2019 was the 20th anniversary of Photoshop World. So when it hit Las Vegas in August, I decided to head out and check it out. Let's do a quick recap. Hi, welcome to Behind the Shot. I'm Steve Brazel, and this is a special episode. Normally, this is the show where we try and get inside the mind of great photographers by taking a closer look behind one of their shots. But with it being the 20th anniversary of Photoshop World, I thought I'd head out, take a look at it and do a little recap for you. And that way, if you want to go to Photoshop World next year, you kind of know what to expect. So first of all, let's start at the beginning. They have an orientation. If you've never been to Photoshop World, I recommend doing the orientation. And I speak from experience, actually, because I have been to Photoshop World before, but decided to do the orientation this year just to check it out and found out a bunch of stuff I didn't even know. And by the way, Larry Becker did a great job at the orientation. I'm going to talk about some of the points that he brought up that I was not aware of as we go through this show. Next up, let's get into the keynote. Scott Kelby is is an unusual guy when he gets on stage. There are those people, in my opinion, that are just, you know, good at being on stage. And then there's those people who learn to get better being on stage. And then there's those people like Scott Kelby, born to be on stage. The whole night started with a trailer in the style of Karate Kid, only it was Photographer Kid. And it had all the best people in there. Matt Kluskowski was in there, and Hilmar Smith was in there. And of course, Scott Kelby was in there, and a bunch of other people. Dave Williams, I think, was in there as well. But it was just a really well-produced, fun, comedic trailer that they did in the Karate Kid style for Photographer Kid. And the entire stage area was set up with the theme. Really, really nice production value there. But again, Scott Kelby, when he came out to actually do the keynote, it's just next level presentation. I really enjoy watching him on stage. He kind of commands your attention with the way that he talks and the information that he gives. And in fact, this is the only time I've ever been at a keynote at an event like this, where there was actually actionable education information in a keynote. That was really unusual and really special to me. I enjoyed that. Uh, Not only that, but they surprised Scott with something. Scott was inducted into the Photoshop Hall of Fame, to which my thought when they did all of this was, he's not already in the Hall of Fame? That kind of surprised me, but he wasn't. They inducted him in. It was a surprise. He was clearly surprised and clearly moved by it. And Scott, I just want to say congratulations to you. It is well-deserved and arguably way past due. Now, when I drove into Photoshop World, I was not planning on going until the actual first day of the conference. I had not signed up for any of the pre-conference events. But somebody from Kelby One, Kim Doty, mentioned to me, no, 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 you should be here tonight because it's the big meetup. Now, I didn't know what the meetup was. And again, I've been there before, right? The meetup was a gathering of everybody at a place called The Still, which is in the new location for Photoshop World. For years, Photoshop World was at Mandalay Bay. And this year, it was at the Mirage, a great move for them to move to the Mirage. It's a smaller event center, and the classrooms are much closer to the expo area. I really enjoyed the new venue. And in the hotel is a restaurant bar called The Still. And for the meetup, 
anybody who wants to that's at Photoshop World, they've got a reserve section. You come down and you say hi to people. And what was really awesome about it, Scott was there, by the way, it's an opportunity for people to meet and talk to the instructors before the conference happens. But it's also an opportunity for you to meet people and run into people that are friends of yours that you didn't know were going to be there. Like in my case, I ran into my buddy Dustin Jack at the meetup and ended up spending a lot of the time that week with him and his, his brother. So I highly recommend that you do the meetup. Once you're done with the meetup and you get to the actual days of the conference, the classes were wonderful this year. Now, I have had people say to me before that they've gone to events like this, not just Photoshop world, right? I, I don't want to focus on that. Just peop, you know, conferences in general that they go and classes are mislabeled. Like there might be an advanced class, but you go in it and it all feels or seems very basic. That was not the case at Photoshop World this year. I went into Christina Shirk's uh, masking class, which was in a large room. It was packed. Many of us were sitting on the floor and just an amazing advanced class on masking in Photoshop. Then I went to Scott Kelby's printing class. And the main reason I did that was when I did the review on this printer, if you're watching on the video version, when I did the review of this printer behind me, the, the Canon PIXMA Pro 1000, I started doing a lot of printing and I'm really enjoying printing. But Scott Kelby's the pro, as it were, at printing from Lightroom. And there were just some things I wanted to get clarity on. So I sat through the class and it was a wonderful class. Plus, by the way, when you go to Photoshop World, each instructor provides downloads that at the end of the workshop or end of the conference, you can download. And some of Scott's downloads were the actual print templates that he's designed. And they're really nicely done. I don't have to design them now. That was actually worth it right there. But he gave a tip during this class, and I'm going to use this one tip as kind of a, a, a setup to you of why I think the classes were good, because this is such a, a simple thing. But I've heard people ask me about it all the time. When you're printing from Lightroom, there is a checkbox for print resolution. And I've had people ask me, do I set it at 240? I think MPix, you know, or Miller's wants 240. Do I set it at 250? Do I set it at 300? Well, what Scott said was, even Adobe has told him, that you don't want to check that box. Just leave the box unchecked. And what Photoshop, or in this case, excuse me, what Lightroom will do is they'll look at the resolution of your photo and they'll look at the print size that you're doing and the size of the print on the paper that you're doing. And they'll cal calculate everything. If you check that box, you're effectively saying, I want to override all the built-in intelligence that's in Lightroom. So just leave it unchecked. That was actually a really good one. There's something else that I want to get into, and this is one of the things I learned at the orientation. Now, I did not uh, take advantage of this, but I think it's a great idea, and that is I went to Photoshop World on my own. I know people, so I can run into people there, and, and that works out great. But a lot of people want to go to Photoshop World on their own and then don't get the networking advantages. Or they don't go at all because they think, I'm not really going to know anybody. Well, they have this thing called dinner with a stranger. And literally, you get a pin that says, I'm a stranger. If you sign, a little weird. If you sign up for this thing, what they do is they make reservations at restaurants around town. And they group you with other people. I think it's in groups. It's not just one-on-one. -on -one. Again, I didn't take advantage of it. But the, my understanding of it from the orientation. 
And you go out to dinner with these people and it's a great way to meet new people and start your networking at Photoshop world. And I just think it was a brilliant idea that they did that. So let's get into the actual conference and expo itself a little bit, because I want to get into some video clips as I was walking around. As I'm moving around the floor, I noticed uh, all different ages. There were a lot of more, let's use the word seasoned photographers there this year, I think. But I also saw people that were very clearly a little bit lost and there for the first time. And and I wanted to talk to some of the new attendees. I wanted to find out what they were thinking of their Photoshop world experience. So first up, I met a guy by the name of Gary Francis Jr. And he's from the Bahamas. And I started out by asking him just in general what he thinks of Photoshop world. It is. It's amazing. It's a lot of information. I'm just trying to take it all in. I'm actually new to Photoshop itself. So I'm focusing on the Photoshop classes. I just came out of a a masking class. That was intense. So while I was talking to Gary Francis, I also wanted to know a couple of other questions. I wanted to know, was Photoshop World meeting his expectations? Yes, it's what I expected and better, actually. And last but not least, with Gary Francis Jr. from the Bahamas, I wanted to know what type of classes he intended to actually sit through to further his photography career or education. I'm pretty good with Lightroom, so I'm trying to get that next step. I was actually just taking a look at the board. I think I'm going to stick with whatever Photoshop classes are having so I can get whatever I can out of that. But I'm also looking at the business class as well. How to improve um, your marketing strategy. I think that's what I'm going to go out for five o'clock. So again, thank you to Gary Francis for talking with me. I much appreciate it. The next guy, I apologize, but I did not understand his name on the audio. And I'll explain that in just a second. But I was talking with a guy by the name of Jeff, and he works for a coffee company called Groundwork Coffee. And there there was a point during the conversation where, like I did with Gary, I was asking him, did Photoshop World meet your expectations? And he had a really great suggestion that I think Kelby One might be interested in hearing. I'm curious as a first timer, based on what you expected, hmm. has it met your expectations? Mostly, yeah. I mean, I think I would enjoy more in-depth uh, tracks. So while the modules were good, I mean, I would love to have something for uh, the total beginner. And they did that on the pre-conference. And I, I had a four-hour class there. I would like to have four days of four-hour classes or five-hour classes. Interesting. Um, so longer than an hour, but, but one class that's just super in-depth. Right. Just a, like to totally like at the black belt at the end. Immersion, of the day, you know? as it were. Well, exactly. That's exactly what I thought, because I've been trying to teach myself Lightroom and Photoshop for a long time. I just have never really been able to stick to it or get past a certain point. But when I was learning a foreign language, immersion, you know, yeah. three months in an immersion program and I was fluent. Go live in, go live in Photoshop, like live in a foreign country and you're going to end up learning the language. That's actually a really interesting idea. Of the classes that you, like, you took a four-hour pre-con yeah, shot. Lightroom. Which one was it? Yeah, Lightroom. The Lightroom with Terry. With... Terry White. Oh, Terry White, yeah. Well, there's yeah. nobody better in Lightroom than Terry White. And what classes, normal classes, have you taken? I've been bouncing around between the Lightroom and the um, Photoshop classes. And topically, they're, they're interesting. But for me, again, there needs to be more of a cohesive thread that's that going through it. Along with talking to some of the attendees for Photoshop World 2019 Las Vegas, I also ended up talking to some of the instructors because as I was walking around and I'd run into them, I'd walk up and introduce myself if I didn't know them or if I knew them, just sit and have a conversation for a little bit. And I realized that instructors at Photoshop World also, they go to classes for tracks that they're not teaching in, right? So you may want, you may be teaching design, but want to learn more about lighting. 
or something like that. So as I was walking down one of the hallways, I ran into the instructor for Photoshop World, Dave Williams, wonderful, nice guy and a great instructor. And he was with Sean Elizabeth. And I asked them, even though he's an instructor, it was actually her first time being there. What are you guys looking for? (laughs) It's a bit of everything. (laughs) I know what I'm looking for. I'm looking for video because I keep looking to do video and then sort of stumbling or finding some things more difficult than I thought it was. And I want to incorporate more video into my travel photography and my travel imagery. Like at the moment, I say I'm trying to do a bit of video as well. That's a photography kit, a video kit. And then you end up with so much yeah. stuff. I've got so many cables. I'm thinking, yeah. there must be a way to kind of Maybe simplify it. Maybe you end up taking a picture and... on your phone and walking away. And... <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> and one other instructor I wanted to share with you because it was such a wonderful conversation was Frank Dorhoff. Now, this was my first time meeting Frank and it's super nice guy and an amazing photography instructor. I saw him actually, I watched him for a while as he was doing his pre-conference workshops out in the lobby area of the showroom for the Mirage Hotel in Las Vegas. And I sat and I talked to Frank for a while about Photoshop world in general. And I just thought I'd share this conversation with you. And this is where I'm going to explain the audio a little bit. I was kind of talking about it a second ago with with the intro to Dave Williams. I had a test kit that I had assembled for recording audio for Photoshop world. This was kind of like my beta test. And in all my testing, everything worked great. For some odd reason, we'll call it Steve error. My audio was way too hot (laughs) and I mean, way too hot on almost all of my interviews and clipped very badly. The people I was interviewing sounded okay, not me. So in most of the clips, I've cut me out and I'm telling you what the questions were here. That's why to cover my mistake. But with Frank, I didn't do that so much. So my apologies on this one and and on the Platypod interview that you're going to see. Uh, my audio does not sound very good, and, and uh, my apologies to my guests on that one too. So first up, let's talk to Frank Dorhoff. Frank, you've been teaching here, and how many t- how many years have you been doing Photoshop World? Oh, I don't know. Um, four hundred and thirty-two, something like that. Maybe thirty. 30, 430. Okay, so that's not too now, bad. I've been doing a lot, and I've been doing them back to back. Orlando was the first one we missed in a whole row. And the thing with Photoshop World, it's it's not a trade show. It's so aimed at education right. and inspiration. It's it's totally different. We do a lot of trade shows, and there's always this trade show speaker. And here it's the people are going to explode after three days of so much information, and the instructors are just roaming around. You can interact with them. It's it's totally different from any other event. It's funny that you say that. I just interviewed somebody that was here for their first time, and I talked to somebody yesterday that was here for their first time, and they seemed a little overwhelmed, and I, I actually said to them, if you see instructors walking around, walk up to them and say, I'm sorry to bother you, but I, I, you said something in class, and could you clarify it for me? Because they're all approachable. and. There's something I noticed during, I've seen a million keynotes in my life, and there's something I noticed during Scott Kelby's keynote, and that was there was actionable educational material. In a keynote. In a keynote. Now that, to me, is kind of the definition of it, right? So as somebody who teaches here and is so well-established in the world of photography like you are, what is it about a Photoshop world that new photographers, because somebody actually made the comment, they seem to see a lot of seasoned photographers this year here. What is it, what is something this, a conference like this gives a younger upstarting photographer? Let me put it this way, what doesn't it give? 
You have classes on business, you have classes on video, you have classes on photography, retouching, uh, dog photography. Right. And the thing is, when you go to another trade show, you have like one big hitter, it's the main speaker. And then everything below you go, like, do I know that guy? Do I know this one? Right. Maybe here you go, like you have tracks with next to each other, Scott Kelby. You have Joe McNally. Christina uh, Shirk. Christina Shirk. You have Kaylee. You have me. You have, you have to choose between stuff. And normally in a trade show, you go like, what time should I go? Moose should Peterson. I go at 12? Because at 12, there's the main speaker and then leave. With Photoshop World, you start at 8 o'clock in the morning. You end at 1 o'clock in the morning. And you have seven hours to sleep, but you can't sleep because your brain keeps going. Yeah, yeah. It's... If you want to be overwhelmed with information, Photoshop world. Okay, so now I want to touch on the part nobody talks about enough, I think. And that is, whatever you get out of the classes, like the masking class with Christina was just insanely good, right? Uh, Kaylee, if you haven't looked up Kaylee, what's Kaylee's last name? I don't even know. Gear. Okay, if you have not looked up her pet photography, dog photography, it is like nothing else you've dog ever seen. Dog breath photography. Dog breath photography, it's on Instagram, you can find it there. Um, but one of the things I don't think people talk about enough is the social aspect of any conference. But that's Kelby. If you look, I know so many people in the industry, and let me put it this way, a lot of people are nice, but you always have this sense of, as soon as I'm not interesting enough right. anymore, how nice will they stay? With Kelby, from the moment you meet him, he's real. All right, so I went around the event center and I talked to a number of the vendors that were there that had booths and tables that were set up. And one of the ones I really wanted to talk to because I truly am a fan of the product is Platypod and Larry T, Dr. Dr. T from Platypod. It is just such a unique product to me. It's such an interesting product that it's not just what it does, but it's all the engineering that they put in behind the Platypod to make it so versatile. So first of all, let's stop by the Platypod booth and talk to Larry about all things Platypod. Let's start off with Platypod Max. This is meant for your heavier cameras here, such as this nice little rig over here. And, and actually, I want to stop you there. Do notice, this is a video rig on a Platypod. So it's not just photography, it's anything where you need stabilization, really. So Max, is, basically think of this as your tripod alternative. It's the world's most compact tripod base. You can take any tripod head, just spin it right on here, attach your camera, just like we have a head on here. No tools needed. You can tighten this up to 300 pounds of torque and you won't dislodge our titanium bolt out of the aircraft grade aluminum plate. Uh, and you can take this wherever you go for travel, landscape, macro photography, and anything else you can think of. And what's really great about platypods, whereas there are places you go on travel that won't allow standard tripods, they'll allow tripods. While I was at the Platypod booth, Larry shared a secret with me. They have a new product coming out. And I want to stress this. If you pre-order this product before the end of September, you'll get it in October. That's key because most of the product is going to be coming by ocean, but they are doing a flight, is my understanding of it, of product to deliver the pre-orders. So if you order by the end of September on this new product that he's going to talk about, the Gooseneck, you should get it, I believe, in October, but I'll let him tell you about it. We borrowed an, an existing idea where you can take a simple Gooseneck with a quarter 20 on each end and just mount a... Let's turn off this uh, light over here. Okay. And let me add while he's turning that off, 
This post is in the accessory kit, by the way. Right. And so you can mount any kind of continuous light onto there. Now this one comes with two quarter inch males. What we did is we altered this and we made one quarter inch male and one quarter inch female. We also added on a cross nut. I don't know if you can um, see that. Uh, it's a male to male. Male to male. So, so that you, a you union can, basically, you right? You can go male to male if you want to. And that allows you to make it stackable. So here's our first prototype of the Platypod gooseneck mounted on a spigot adapter. And you could mount this directly onto our plate into any of the holes in and, here. And I don't know if you can see it on, just like this. on camera, but there's a seam right here. So this is one gooseneck and this is one gooseneck. You can extend these as much as you want. So picture this. On a platypod, you could have one gooseneck like this, one on this side, making two macro lights for whatever it is that you're going to shoot. Correct. You can actually see that on our website, on the main page of our website. We have a jewelry shot, macro setup. We've got two the little ring. cube lights on it, cameras in the middle. So you've got one rig with your camera. Let's you know, spin this off to avoid confusion. With your camera, with two goosenecks on it, two macro lights, and you can just slide it around tomato. the table and a cherry, and a cherry tomato. Cherry tomato holding up some uh, diamond rings. So here's the big question: What's the ETA? ETA is October if you pre-order. What we're going to do is anybody who pre-orders before September 30th, and you can find this on our main page on our website at platypod.com. If you order by September 30th, we're going to take all those orders, add them up, and instead of sending these into us uh, by boat, we're going to have them break off a bit and airship them in so we'll deliver that to you in early October. And pre-ordering is open now? Pre-ordering is open now and instead of paying $20 for one like I paid at, you know when, when we bought this retail our kit comes with two of them and they're stackable for $30. So it's pretty much buy one get the other one half price and I, I, you get two cross nuts with it. Too. I love the idea and actually even the the superhero setup here with the, the bridge in the background, New York scene. Don't limit yourself to thinking, I gotta put a ball head and a camera on there, right? If you need to mount anything, if you wanna mount a GoPro, if you wanna screw this thing to a wall and use it to mount a security camera, there's a million things you can do with them. I love this product. So that brings to mind, you, you asked about the two different sizes. Yeah, let's go with that one. So now we have, you just saw the Platypod Max, and that's meant for your bigger rings. rigs. This will handle pretty much anything that you can, you can throw at it. This is Platypod Ultra. It weighs a third of the weight of the of the Max. It's a little bit smaller. So I would equate this to the size of a smartphone, to this to the size of like an iPad mini. Right, like a small tablet. But what's nice about, about the Ultra is you can fit it in your shirt pocket. This is meant for cameras with lenses under 900 grams. And this one is meant for anything above that. But you can very easily screw either one of them onto a, uh, let's say, a rafter. We even did a video shoot with, uh, with Larry's friend, Rick Salmon, uh, where they were having a music jam together with my son, who's also a musician. And we took three ultras. We put one screw through each one of them onto a rafter. We put some goosenecks on, and we took some little LED lights, and we lit the entire scene just like that. And I had the Bluetooth-enabled LEDs just controlling the whole thing from my, uh, from my yeah. phone. Yeah, and something somebody mentioned at dinner last night, and I'm trying to think who, was it Dave? Mentioned it at dinner last night that, or it might have been somebody else. But anyway, instead of owning two ball heads where you keep this around with a ball head and you keep a ball head on your tripod, 
you can actually mount this to your tripod with your ball head on it. Right. And then if you're in a scenario where like they were shooting real estate, you want it on the tripod, you got it, but if you suddenly want to take it off to get a countertop angle, you just take the whole thing off with We've one ball one right head here, and save just, some money. Just to show you how, how easy it is to do that, you just spin it on here. And here, if you just keep this on your tripod, put a ball head on here, it'll be nice and sturdy. You come to a scene where you want to go really low. Instead of having to invert a center column, you just spin this right off and you take the entire thing and just put it on the ground and you've got your low So now angle. you got flexibility. Okay, so wrapping up our discussion about Photoshop World 2019 in Las Vegas. Midnight Madness, I had never been to before. It's a thing that you have to sign up for that day. Only 200 people get in and they do fun and games. And so I went to Midnight Madness, Madness this year. And if you weren't there, it's hard to explain how funny some of it is. When they're doing you know, like a wheel of fortune type thing with photography terms. And you've got three professional photographers up there and everything is exposed except one letter and they can't figure out what it is. And it's the Photoshop tool that everybody uses all the time, something like that. Um, it was just, it was absolutely hilarious. So I enjoyed Midnight Madness. Uh, Larry Becker. I want to mention Larry really quick because Larry was the main MC for all things Photoshop world. And Larry Becker does a podcast with Rick Salmon called Picturing Success. If you haven't watched that podcast, it's phenomenal, the Picturing Success podcast. But Larry, dude, I got to tell you, you are a phenomenal MC. I mean, really, really good. I've been doing this a long time. I've seen very, very few people that are as good as Larry Becker in front of a crowd. Uh, next up, I got to say congratulations to my, my buddy, Dustin Jack. I ran into Dustin. I didn't know he was going to be there. And remember that meetup I talked about the first night? I ran into Dustin at the meetup. He introduced me to a couple of his friends. We hung out during the week. Well, on the last day, when they give out the Guru Awards, the Photoshop Guru Awards, Dustin won the Guru Award. So from me to my friend, Dustin Jack, an amazing photographer, congratulations. It was a shot that he did, a composite shot of, of the musician DJ Ashba, and it was absolutely wonderful. It is so well-deserved, my friend. Congratulations to you. Now, the last thing I want to touch on is they did an evening with Joe McNally. I don't know how to, in this video or if you're listening on audio, I don't know how to convey to you how special that night was. Now, Joe will probably never see this. If he does, I want to tell him personally, just Amazing. I cannot say enough how much I enjoyed that hour and a half with Joe McNally speaking. It was entertaining. It was educational. It was informative. It was funny. It was heartfelt. Just really seriously, if you ever get the chance to see Joe, McD Joe McNally do like a keynote or, or evening with type presentation, do not miss it. It is absolutely the best that you're going to see. So with that said, that's my wrap up for Photoshop World 2019 in Las Vegas at the Mirage Hotel. To everybody that I met there, thank you very much. To everybody that was on the show, thank you as well. My name is Steve Brazel, and this is Behind the Shot, the show where we try and get inside the mind of great photographers by taking a closer look behind one of their shots, except on occasion, we do something a little different like this one. We'll see you on the next show.